Hi, and welcome to the Hollywood Dreammaker Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo. I'm a 35-year veteran actor. I'm the kid who came out to Hollywood with 200 bucks in my pocket and a one-way ticket when I was 18. Didn't know a soul out here, and I've been living my dream ever since. I've had an amazing career. I've been an Academy Award-winning film, blockbuster film, hit TV series. You name it, I've done it, and I got the IMDb credits to prove it. Six years ago, I opened up my own school, the Manhattan Actor Studio, where I found my true passion. That's teaching the craft of acting, but I'm only teaching the craft of being the guy. Success leaves clues. I know how to make dreams a reality. I did it for myself, and I do it on a daily basis for my students, and I can help you achieve yours. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back to Hollywood Dreammaker. I am super excited to introduce my guest. She is the owner of the Manhattan Model Studio. She is the co-owner of the Manhattan Actors Studio. She is the most beautiful woman I've ever met in my whole life. She's not only beautiful on the outside, she's more beautiful on the inside. She's an amazing mother. She's an amazing wife. She's my best friend. She's a certified yoga teacher. She's an entrepreneur. She's just all around amazing. I'd like to introduce my guest, my beautiful wife, Diana Gallo. Welcome to Hollywood Dreammaker. Hello. So happy to be here with you. We've been talking about this for a long time. Finally, we're making it happen. Yes. So I'm so glad you're here. So exciting. Me so, too. You know, Thank you. You know, I, I created the Hollywood Dreammaker to inspire young artists to follow their dreams. You know, whatever you want to do in Hollywood, whether you want to be an actor or a stuntman, a writer, or a producer, a model, you know, for many years, I mean, I've had my studio now for seven years and I've had actors or people knock at the door and their your interests are, are modeling, you know, and that's not my cup of tea. You know, that's not what I do. I mean, I, I've been blessed there early in my younger career. I did do some print work. You know, I did a cherry Coca-Cola billboard and, and I did do some, I dabbled in that, but that wasn't my thing. It just kind of fell in my lap. But, you know, this is what you do. So, you know, I point them in your direction and you, you guide them and you show them, you know, how to become a model. And I thought it'd be great to have you on the show because, you know, there are a lot of actors out there or people that want to be in the industry and they don't know how to get in, but maybe they're good looking or they have a certain look and they, you know, <laughs> sometimes modeling can be a door that you can get to, to get into the Hollywood game. So can, can you first tell me about how you became a model? I mean, you've been doing it for over 20 years. I mean, you've graced the cover of <laughs> magazines and you've been in music videos and TV shows and commercials. So how did you become a model? It was a hard journey for me because I didn't have a guide. I didn't have anybody to teach me how to do it. I kind of just winged it or would it wung it? I wung it, winged it. I don't know. Anyway, my dad was very against it. Very traditional, very old fashioned. He was like, you're going to college. You're going to get a job. And that's the end of that. And I, and I'm glad he did that because that was my foundation. Like I did go to college. I did get a good job, but I never lost the dream of wanting to be a model. And so what I did is what probably anybody would do is like, Oh, I'm going to call up one of these Barbizon modeling schools or one of these places that charge $10,000 to teach you how to be a model. And I couldn't afford that. So I kind of had to go out on my own. And I got lucky because I had gone to one of these places that wanted to charge me a lot of money to 
audition supposedly. And really they just, well, the place I went to, they just brought me in to like kind of get my money. But in the process of being in their office, they're like, oh, by the way, there's an audition tomorrow for like a hair show or something. And so I went, got the job. And when I was at this hair show, I met other models that were real models, like they had agents and everything. And so one of them said, you should go see my agent. They're really good. And so I did. I went to go see them. And that's how I got a real agent, started booking real work. And the rest is history. But what I didn't know is that modeling entails acting like they go hand in hand very naturally. So in my mind, I thought modeling, okay, I'll do some print work. I'll do some catalogs. I want to be on the cover of a magazine. And it's all just the photographer and me, right? And then what happened is the minute I got an agent, they sent me on auditions and it was for commercials. Luckily, I had taken drama in high school. I took some drama classes in college. So I knew a little bit about acting. And so I started booking commercials. And then I was like, okay, I have to hone in the craft of acting because obviously being a model is not just about posing in front of a photographer. It's much more than that. Even though as a model, even if you are posing for a picture, you still have to you know, emote a certain feeling, right? Like if, if they, if they have you in a, I don't know, swimsuit and you're at the beach and they're like, have a good time. Like you need to act like you're having a good time. Even if you're freezing your ass off and you're hungry and you're grouchy or whatever, like I have to act like I'm having a good time. And so I started taking acting classes at the Howard Fine Acting Studio. And then from there, I started booking jobs like on TV shows, like little tiny parts, you know, nothing to brag home about. But for me, it was a way to get into SAG because I started doing these jobs on television television shows, excuse me. And I started doing jobs on movie sets. And, you know, once you get a certain amount of SAG credits or once you get Taft-Hartley, then you have the opportunity to get your SAG card. And that's how I found my way into it. And so I think for a lot of actors that, you know, like you said, maybe they are really good looking and they're like, I want to be an actor, but I don't even know how to get my SAG membership or whatever. I think modeling is a legit way to do it. Absolutely. And it's fun and you get to travel and you get to make money. And I loved it. I, I still enjoy it to this day. Absolutely. I mean, if you have a special, let's say you're six foot five, you know, and uh, you you're, you look a certain way, you may go out on that, you know, basketball commercial. They need the team, you know, the whole, all the players to be there. And if you have that look and your modeling agent goes, okay, well, you know, we'll send them in on this audition. You know, you got to know how to audition. You got to know, you know, what mm-hmm. to do in the room in order to, to book the part. But, you know, I love that you teach all of that. You teach the art of the audition. Yeah. You teach, you know, what to do and what not to do as far as, you know, you know, breaking into the business. You know, so what would your advice be to a young aspiring model, somebody who wanted to get into the business? I mean, how do I become a model? Well, the first thing I would say is practice, right? So practice at home. Maybe grab your favorite magazine, Vogue, L, I don't know guest catalogs and start to practice in front of the mirror and then take selfies of yourself because sometimes you know you think you're emulating a certain model or a certain pose and then you look at yourself in the mirror and I'm like or you're thinking I don't look anything like that so you have to practice 
And then also watching YouTube videos. There's so many how-to videos right now. I mean, it's like YouTube college. You can learn anything on there. A lot of great tips. You have to start learning the craft, practicing. The second thing I would do is once you feel comfortable, you start looking for an agent. And in order to have an agent, you should have some decent photos, nothing too fancy. Like you don't have to spend a ton of money to get, you know, lifestyle photos or a headshot. Maybe your friend who's, you know, going to college for photography or somebody that's really good on on an iPhone. Just some pictures that make you look very good, like very lifestyle-y, like, oh, I'm so happy with my dog or whatever. And you find agents in your local area that have an open call day. So a lot of agents will have like, Tuesdays is open call. And well, before COVID times, right, you could actually go in and they would interview you, they would take your picture. And then if they liked you, they would sign you on. Nowadays, you probably just email your picture with your stats, like your height, your weight, your eye color, all of that. They go through all the pictures. And if they like you, they'll call you in for an interview. If they meet you and they like you from there, then they sign you to be, you know, part of their agency. The number one thing, though, that I would say to anybody that's looking to be a model is you do not pay anybody up front. They get paid when you get paid. So if somebody asks you for $1,000 just to represent you, I would say that's a big red flag. Run, 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 run. Now, there are schools that offer training, and that's different, you know, because they're not telling you, I'm going to train you and then be your agent. They're just saying, I'm going to train you, and then you can go out and find an agent. Although I think they charge a lot of money, some of these places. So better to, if you can't afford it, just practice at home, you know. And then once you find an agent, again, they might ask you to pay for like web fees, like, oh, let's, you know, $100 to put your pictures up on our website, but then we'll deduct it once you get paid on your first job. So then they get a percentage commission from your job. So they get paid when you get paid. If you get a job that pays $1,000, they might take 20%. They shouldn't take more than that. So that would be my tip on how to find agents is just to go on the internet, look for local agencies wherever you live and look for the day that they have open calls and just do whatever they ask as far as submitting your picture. Okay, so... Unlike acting, I would tell my actors, you know, you want to have a professional picture. You don't want to have a picture that your friend shot in the backyard somewhere, you know, because it just it says amateur. You don't want to say you don't want to say amateur. But with modeling, it's acceptable to have some Mm -hmm. pictures that are not, you know, professional photos, because most modeling agencies, if they do take you on, they have photographers that they work with. They have photographers that that do lifestyle photos and stuff like that, that they'll want to set you up with. So you can, you know, get some pictures. And a lot of the times, you know, you might get them for free because the photographer just needs models to shoot with. You know, they're trying to get more pictures for their book or whatever. You know, there mm-hmm. might be a fee for some, you know, photographers. But, you know, so you, you don't need a professional picture. You don't, not for modeling. And a lot of the times they, they really want to know that sometimes they prefer a selfie because they want to know what you really look like without the filters, without the touch-ups, without the Photoshop. They want to see a blank canvas, what you look like without the makeup, without the hair, without the filters. 
it's very easy. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get started. So speaking of filters and stuff like that, you know, I mean, I know back in the day, you used to walk around with your book, you know, your modeling book with your right. pictures and stuff like that. But now, yeah. you know, this day and age with social media and the way it is, you know, we have Instagram and all that stuff. You know, that's a book. That's a modeling book. So yes. what would you advise about social media and, and how to approach, you know, promoting yourself on social media yeah. as, as a model? Well, I, it cracks me up to think of when I first started, you know, if I had it in audition or a go see, I would have to carry my book, which was like so big, right? I have to have that. I would have to have my Z cards, which a Z card was a little postal card with your headshot on one side and maybe four smaller pictures on the other side. I'd have stacks of those. I had resumes. I mean, you had to have all this stuff to go into an audition. Nowadays, because of COVID, Everyone's doing self-tape auditions, mostly. So you could submit your audition online. And then as far as your book, it's Instagram. Casting directors now want to see your Instagram handle. They want to go in there and they want to see what you look like. That's basically your book. So what I tell my models is you can have a personal Instagram account where you post pictures with your friends. But I always advise don't put anything on there, regardless if it's your personal account or your modeling account. Don't put anything out there that you're going to regret later. Because whether you become a model or not, when you go out into the world and find a job or you're applying for a job, a lot of employers are now looking at social media to kind of get a taste of what you're like outside of the work environment. And so it's not just like back in the day where you would have an interview face-to-face and they're like, oh, I really like her. I'm going to hire her. No, now it's like an application. They go through your social media feeds. They want to see, you know, what you're really like. So I tell them, if you want to have your personal account, that's super great. Be careful what you put out there, but also have one that's dedicated to your modeling, your image, your brand, what you want casting directors to see. So for example, I know an actor who he looks like Jason Momoa, right? And so he has an Instagram account where he shows himself working out, being healthy. And then he has a couple fun pictures in there with maybe him and his dog or him and his wife. But everything is very tasteful and it and it's something he can be proud of to show a casting director who might be looking for his type. And that becomes your book. It's really important. I mean, you know, I wasn't a big believer in social media, but now I see it. I see, you know, you have to, if you're an actor, you better be promoting yourself as an actor. You're, if you're yes. a model, you want to promote yourself as a model. Everything you put out there needs to be professional and, and really truly show your brand. So that's great advice. What advice do you have, you know, for, I mean, you're a certified yoga teacher. You know, you're the, you're, you're the one that introduced me to meditation seven years ago, which was life-changing for me. You know, I teach it to my actors. You know, I took my teacher training you know, after, after you, because it was so powerful. I mean, I know your morning routine because you're my beautiful wife and I live with you, but you know, (laughs) why don't you tell the guests what you, you know, what's your, your morning routine, nutrition? How do you, what do you do? What advice do you have? Well, I think a morning routine is, is of the utmost importance. A morning routine sets the tone for your whole day and, you know, habits becomes your whole world. So for example, I wake up, I get up early so that I'm the first one up. I have some quiet time. I meditate. I do yoga, even if it's for 15 minutes. I usually do it longer. But if all I have is 15 minutes, then it's worth it. And then I go on a little walk with my dog. And then I'll have a green smoothie or some sort of healthy, you know, 
meal that has like fruit and spinach, like a lot of greens. But basically what's most important is waking up in a state where it's like you're calm. Because if you wake up in a hurry and you're running late and then you stub your toe and then you're, you know, just rush, 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 it sets the tone for your whole day. And so you're feeling stressed and anxious all day. And so breathing is is so important to calming ourselves. So what I like to teach my models is a breathing technique for grounding, for calming. So they can use it at any time. They can use it before an audition. They could use it on set. They could use it to help them sleep. You know, breath is so important. It's the first thing we do when we're born. It's the last thing we do before we die. So it's so important. And it's a I think it's the key to to so much to our state of being and how we feel. So a morning routine is key. And then, you know, as a model, you want to have a healthy lifestyle. You want to drink lots of water. You want to get enough sleep. You want to have the glowing skin, the (laughs) white teeth, you know, so your body is your instrument. It's your money maker. And it sounds a little... um, shallow, materialistic. But if you think about it, think of the joy that actors bring to the world. Like when we watch a funny movie or a really good show, like, don't we just love it? Like, we love it. But for an actor, their body and their face is their instrument. And the same goes for a model. If we see a picture of a model wearing a cute outfit and we're like, I want that outfit because I want to feel like the model's all like, woo, on the beach, you know, having a good time. You're like, I want that out because I want to be on the beach looking like that. So taking care of our instrument and that that goes for anybody in any industry. I don't care what you work, you know, what area you work in. You want to feel good in your body and you want to feel confident no matter what you do. Yeah, you got to be careful what you're putting into your gas tank. You know, it's, you know, this is your product. You're selling a product to Hollywood. And they got to know what they're buying. And, you know, that's everything. That's your, your, your body, your, your skin, your everything, your whole, the whole package. So, you know, you want to exercise, you want to make sure you're drinking lots of water, you know, you're putting good food into your body, you're taking care of yourself, because truly, that's what they're buying. So if you're selling it to Hollywood, you want that in peak shape, you want to be healthy. And you want to be coming, you know, what I love about what you teach is, you know, beauty on the inside. Can you tell me a little more, right. more about that? My motto for Manhattan Model Studio is where you learn more than just modeling. So for me, it's, you know, I deal with a lot of young, younger women, teenagers, and they have a lot of insecurities. It's just natural at that time of life, you know? And so what I like to teach them is like, be comfortable in your own skin. Like whether you pursue modeling or not, I don't care. I want you, I want you to take the techniques I teach you and use them if you're interviewing for college, if you're interviewing for a job, if anywhere you go in life, you can use the techniques you use as a model. Like posture is such a simple thing, right? But if you walk into a room and your shoulders are slouched down and you're kind of like looking down, you're not looking too confident, everybody can see that. But if you walk into a room and your shoulders are back and you've got that, like Tony Robbins says, the two millimeter shift of the chest, you know, your shoulders are down, you're walking and you're looking up, people are going to notice that. So I tell my models, whether you're walking into Starbucks to order your latte or you're walking into an audition, walk in and say, I am here. Diana's here. 
you know, and I'm not saying like be stuck up or be, you know, you always got to be humble, but walk in with your confidence and own it. Because that, to me, that, that translates into every area of your life. And I think young ladies need that right now. And I also, I, I, I try to teach them that they should be so proud of themselves because a lot of them coming in are so nervous. Like, you know, am I good enough? They have the imposter syndrome. We all suffer from imposter syndrome at some point. I know I do. And I always have to talk myself past it, even at my age, you know, and I teach them like, you should be proud of yourself for even trying this. You're the man in the arena with the sweat and the tears. And you might have friends, peers that are like, oh my God, who does she think she is? She wants to be a model. Like, give me a break. But they're in there trying and they're the ones that are going to make it, hopefully. And whether they do or not, they're going to grow from the experience. So you have a choice. You can be the man or the woman in the arena, or you could be the one sitting in the spectator seats, you know, criticizing the person in the arena. Which one would you rather be? I want to be in there getting with the blood and the sweat and the, you know, I'm in the arena. I'm going for it. I mean, listen, I, I'm so proud of you. Listen, when you said you're going to do something like you said, you're going to do the modeling and you just went for it and you made it happen. You made it a reality and you did it like, you know, you were working a nine to five job and you had your, mm -hmm. your wardrobe in your trunk and you were like sneaking <laughs> off to lunches for auditions and, you know, booking, you know, booking things. I mean, you were booking all kinds of stuff. I mean, I remember when you booked Caesar's Palace, you booked the big commercial for Caesar's Palace. And, you know, I remember when, you know, you told me how much you were getting paid. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> paid how so much? much fun. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I said, I didn't even get paid that kind of money. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm like, what? What? Those jobs, you know, you did that big Dr. Pepper thing. It was like a Baywatch. Green, it was Green Baywatch. It was a spoof on Baywatch. So they had us in the red bathing suits, the one piece, but we were in the snow. We're like lifeguards on the snow running with our hair blowing and, you know, so much fun. But, you know, that one, the Diet Dr. Pepper commercial was only my second audition ever. And I had naysayers telling me, don't go into commercials. It's so competitive. It's a cattle call. It's very difficult. And I was like, well, I'm going to try it anyway. What do I have to lose? And literally my second audition, I booked that job. It was a national commercial. It was, it paid very well. And I had so much fun and I learned so much. And again, the naysayers, right? Those are the people in the spectators seats yeah. watching from the outside. And like you said, I was juggling. So I had a nine to five job. I worked for the courts for a long time, but I always had this, this dream of being a model and, and all these other art, artistic pursuits that I was passionate about, like yoga. And I used to go to auditions at lunchtime. I had a whole wardrobe in my car. I had the little black dress. I had the swimsuit and I had the workout attire Oh, and jeans and a t-shirt. Because those were basically the five categories of auditions that I would go out on. And I would run to my audition at lunchtime, jump back in my car, change and go back to work. And it was crazy, but I did it. And so I always tell people like, it doesn't have to be either or. Like I'm either going to be an attorney or I'm going to be a model. Or I'm either going to be a doctor and a fashion designer. Why not pick both somehow, make it work. Even if it's for me modeling was basically a hobby yeah but you were making money at that hobby and you were doing some big projects i mean yeah 
Yeah. You, you, were, you graced the cover of magazines. You, you did a lot of, a lot of amazing stuff and you made that a reality, but you know, how did you do it? Well, you took massive action. You went after it. Like mm -hmm. you meant it. You went, you said, I'm going to do this and you did it, you know, and you, you, you didn't take no for an answer and you banged on doors and you found somebody who was looking to represent you and you went out there and you started booking roles. So, you know what, babe, you know what I think is so key to um, making your dreams a reality is it's almost like ignorance is bliss because you don't know any better. You don't know how hard it is. You're just like, well, people say it's hard, but I'm going to try it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to take one step in front of the other and I'm going to try it and see where it leads. And eventually you learn, you make mistakes, you fall, you get up, you dust it off, right? You get back up and you keep going. It's like when we opened the studio over seven years ago, we didn't really know how it was going to pan out, but we're like, if we build it, they will come. Sure. We just need to, okay, what do we do? We need to do first. We need to find a space where we can have a stage and we can have audience seating and we can have this and that. And then, okay, now we need students. And then, you know, somehow the students started coming in. And so that's how I felt about modeling. Like I wasn't sure what to do. A lot of it was just using my, my, my smarts, my gut instinct, not doing what things that I didn't feel comfortable with. I didn't do. And things that I wanted to do, I went for it. And I would oh. just go with my gut instinct. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, you know, you got to be careful out there. There are a lot of, you know, yeah. predators out there in this industry, you know, that are looking for pretty young girls. They'll put a breakdown just because they want to have a bunch of pretty girls come to their office. Or they right. want to put you in a bikini or, you know, there's stuff that, you know, just doesn't feel right. You know, that you really have to watch out for. So, you know, Absolutely. What's, your, what's your advice for that? Well, I think that once you have an agent, you're in much better hands. You just have to make sure you have a reputable agent, you know, and you do your homework. So before you sign with any agency, make sure you Google them on the Internet and do your homework. Make sure that they are reputable. Maybe find other models that work for them or are signed with them and um, and ask them their opinion. Because agents tend to work with real clients. You know, they're kind of the filter for they're that safety net. But for a time before I had an agent and I, I would get approached on the street. Like there was this one time this man came up to me and he's like, I'm a producer. I make big movies. I would really, you know, you, you look like a model. Here's my card. Give me a call. You know, exactly. But I was young. I was like 21. I did, I was like, Oh my God, am I being discovered? Like what's happening? You know, and this guy looked like an important dude. So I was yeah. like, Oh, so I kept his card. His card looked really impressive. I don't even remember what it said. And I was like, should I call him? I was all nervous. And I called him up and he's like, yeah, yeah. I remember you. Yeah. We should, we, you know, we need to have lunch or dinner. And I was like, well, why do we, why do we need to, have lunch or dinner like I'm thinking duh it's a business meeting why why is he inviting me you know like to go out and he's like sweetheart that's how things are done in this business like and I was like oh like, my god click <laughs> yeah and you know or or um I remember I went to this supposed audition and I pulled up to the location this was before I had an agent and it was at a house and so I kind of was like, ooh, got the little hairs standing up behind my neck. I walked in and it was weird. It was like this old guy. 
He looked like a dirty perv. And his friend had the camera. And I looked down at like there was cats in the house. And I looked down and there was like, <laughs> it looked like a dead bird. I don't know. And there were other girls there. I wasn't alone, but I was like, I am Audi 500. Like, I got to get out of here. And so I left and I was like, that was not legit. And so that happened early on. So I think I learned from those experiences. Like, you can't be naive and just think everybody has your best interests at heart. They don't. There's some shady people out there. So to me, having an agent is like the number one thing. You got to have a reputable agent. And listen to your instincts. You know, if your instincts are telling you the hairs in the back of your neck are standing up and your instincts are telling you it's no good, then it's probably no good. If it sounds too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Exactly. You really got to trust your instincts. So let's talk about meditation. I mean, I know for me, I know when you taught me meditation, you know, and I teach it to my students all the time because Mm -hmm. it's really important to be able to ground yourself because when you feel that little palpitation in your heart and whatever, and people call it nervous, Mm I call it excitement. You know, you want to embrace that, but you want to, it's like batteries for an actor. You know, when I feel that, and I feel that every time I do one of these podcasts or when every time mm-hmm. I, you know, I get that little adrenaline rush, but I look at it as green light go. That's my, my body telling me I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. The universe, right. telling me I'm, I'm, I'm on the right path. So I embrace that. But, you know, I know for me that I have to take a breath. And I train myself to take that breath. So when I when when I'm feeling like that, I can breathe in and my my mind goes, Oh, I know what's going on here. We're grounding ourselves, we're getting out right. of our head, we're getting into our hearts. You know, we're coming from a different place, you know, coming from your light, that beautiful energy. You know, I like to say when you're in your head, you're dead. When you're in right. your heart, you're smart. And if you can come, like you said, changing your physiology, rolling those mm-hmm. shoulders back, coming into a room, shining your light not in fear, Mm -hmm. not in like coming, trying to get something. I'm trying to get this. I want this. Oh, please like me. You know, if you can come here to have fun, I'm here to have fun. I'm here to shine my light. I'm here to shine my light. This God given light, this talent that I was given, not everybody gets it. You know, this was a gift. Now it's time to shine that light. And share it. Yeah. With the world. So when you start feeling that nervous energy, right, the palm sweat and the heartbeat that's your sympathetic nervous system so it's like your fight or flight is kicking in like your body's like oh danger danger right but you're not in any kind of danger so the breath is key to bringing that sympathetic nervous system into a parasympathetic nervous system and so i teach my models four four breathing and so you could use four four breathing if you're feeling wired, like if you're too full of energy and you want to bring it down, or if you're feeling really tired and down and you want to bring it up. It's just a balancing breath. And all you do is you, you know, you seal your lips shut, you inhale through your nose for the count of four, you hold it for like a beat, and then you exhale through your nose for four, you hold it for a beat, and you just breathe four, 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 and slowly. And it'll just get you to a state where you're super balanced and you just feel grounded and, you know, more clear and focused. There's other breathing techniques. There's some that will give you energy, like really high energy. And then there's some that'll put you to sleep. But if you're going into an audition or you're about to be called on to set to shoot your part, you want to be here, right? You want to be balanced. So 4-4 is so easy to remember. And then it tells your body, like you said, 
when you take that deep breath and you're like telling your body, oh, everything's okay. We're excited. We're good. The 4-4 breathing lets the body know like I'm in control. Everything is fine. What's the most fun you've ever had on the modeling shoot? Oh, goodness. I've had some really fun ones. And let's um, not talk about the trampoline shoot. <laughs> 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 I do not know what you speak of. Yeah. What was what was what was the name of that show? The, the yeah, Man Jimmy, Show. Jimmy Kimmel was the the host of it, wasn't he? Or I think it was Jimmy Kimmel and some other dude, and they would drink beer. It was called The Man Show, and right. they had an audience, and then they would pan out like they would have these vignettes where girls would be like jumping on trampolines. I don't know. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I saw that, I wasn't too happy with that one. I was like, <laughs> well. Do you remember that when I booked that job, I also got booked on another job, both on the same day. And that's happened to you so many times where it's like, it's dry season. And then all of a sudden you get like all these bookings and then some of them are on the same day and you're like, really? On the same day. I went to three jobs on the same day and they all filmed on the same, in the same time. So I had to choose one. It's crazy. Yeah, so when I booked that man show one, there was another one, but the timing worked so that I could do both. But you were like, you're going to do what? You're going to be the trampoline girl? But anyway, that was a fun shoot. But that, I wouldn't, let's not talk about that one. That one wasn't the funnest. I would say the funnest was Caesar's Palace because they put me up in a suite at Caesar's Palace. You can't go wrong with that, right? And then you came out. I was like, you should come out. We weren't married yet. We were dating. I'm like, you should come out because it's so cool. And there were two or three other actors in that commercial. And I'm like, and the rest of the cast is super cool. And we're having fun. And so you came out. And at night, we like went out and we went dancing. We had dinner. We had so much fun. We um, hit it off with one of the other actors. And then you proposed to me on our second or third night there. Cause I think it was a three day shoot, three or four days. And then you proposed to me on one of those nights. And then not only did you propose, we actually eloped like an hour after you proposed. That's right. We raced off to the courthouse. We, yeah, we raced off to the courthouse right before midnight. And then we went to a little whitey, little white, little chapel. white wedding chapel. And we got married. Elvis sang at our wedding. Elvis, <laughs> we needed a, to be there, a witness. And, a witness. And it was just you and me. We got Elvis Presley. And he, you know, when you walked down the aisle, he said, he, he, had, he walked you down and he said, you're lucky hound dog. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I would say that was your the best job. You know, it was great for me. I mean, Definitely. I, I showed up to Caesars and Caesars Palace was my casino you know in my misspent youth when i had my tv series i was you know i was living large and going to caesars and had the, the sweet they knew your name huh they knew they knew me i, I was a high <laughs> roll over there but i hadn't been there in a long time and then when i found out you had a suite at caesars i was like what am i doing in la i'm going out there exactly. when i got there i was hotter than i've ever been you know i'm a, i like to play roulette and i play my birthday my number november 7th 11 7 7 11 and I was, and I bet pretty big on those numbers. And I hit, as soon as I walked in, I hit a seven and then I hit an 11 and then I pressed the bet and then I hit another seven and then another 11. I mean, I, I think I got like six, seven 11s and then you couldn't lose. I could not lose. Let's just say I cashed wow. out a lot of money. I went to the cashier, I cashed out and I had all this money and I was like, 
well, I knew I wanted to marry you, but I always had this excuse about, you know, the wedding and money and rings and stuff like that. But now I had it all there. So I was like, I went to no excuses forum shop. I bought you a, a ring and my ring. And I bought you a ring. And <laughs> you put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. And, and the rest is history. We, you know, the rest is live, history. live happily ever after. So, so, you know, that Molly job was a good job for you. <laughs> for both of us, I guess, because yes. we both got yes. some. We yes. both made some money yeah. on that one. Thank, thank yeah, that you, was fun. Thank, thank you, Caesar's Palace. Exactly. And then there was an, there was another one I did in Atlantis in the Bahamas. And I when I went there, I was like, one day I will come back here with Billy because this place is awesome. And then we went there for our honeymoon. Yes. Our second so. wedding. The second, yeah. yeah. First one was the elopement. Second one was the church well, wedding. I, I had to marry you in church because I knew your father was going to kill me because I married you it, in Las that's Vegas. That's right. So that's I, I, right. Promised, I like, promised him, we'll do the church wedding. And we did. And then we went off to Atlantis. Atlantis. Well, yeah. Paradise Island in the Bahamas. Yes. And we stayed at the Atlantis. And, and, and you, did and I you, tell you? And you were pregnant with I, our son. Yeah. Yeah. Six months pregnant. Did I tell you about the time my dad showed up at that photo shoot that I was at when I was yeah. like 20 some years old? Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. Tell me because, he, you know, yeah. that's what dads do. I mean, he was just trying to protect you. He's trying to make sure you were safe. Sure. But back then, actually, I was like 18. Back then, I was humiliated, mortified, like, oh, my God. But I had told them I was going to a photo shoot. And uh, again, before I had an agent and he was like, leave me the name. And the address. And I want to know, you know, who he is. And I was like, well, here's his name, dad. And here's the address. Didn't think anything of it. We go to the photo shoot, having a great time that, you know, they did my hair, my makeup, and I'm posing, you know, and it was cool. The photographer was a nice man. He had his wife was a makeup artist. There were other models there. It was fine. And there was a knock on the door. And so he, the photographer went to go answer the door and it was my dad. <laughs> and my dad was like, came in and he was like looking around, making sure everybody was cool. And I was dying. I was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. But now, you know, now I look back and I go, wow, my dad is freaking awesome. Like yes. he wanted to make sure I was safe. Yes. And it, but yeah, that's why it's important to have an agent. Yeah. But it's also important, you know, to let people know where you're going. Yeah. Give them the address. Yes. You know, don't absolutely. just go someplace without, you know, telling anybody, let people know where you're going. Yeah. And if you're a minor, yeah, make sure. Yeah. You if you're a minor, you. you have to have somebody with you. Yeah. You know, minors can't go on a job without a guardian, a parent or guardian. So, which is good. Listen, I want to, I got to teach a class in three minutes, but I wanted to just, say thank you thank you thank you for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and your beauty and i love you and i I'm love you so proud of you for i'm you proud of you with the manhattan model studio <laughs> and i know you're going to do great thank things you. well you're doing great things you know with your your students you're teaching them more than modeling you know more it's it's about beauty on the inside it's about loving yourself it's about showing up and standing absolutely and, and shining your light and coming from you know your heart not not your head when you're in your head, you're dead. When you're in your heart, you're smart. So come from that's your right. heart. Come, come from love, peace, joy, shine your light. And that's what you do all day long. And that's why I love you so much. So I love you too. All right. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Mm -hmm. All right. And Bye. sorry, guys, it's a little mushy, but I love her like crazy. <laughs> all right. Bye. 
Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please rate, review, share this with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't. Please take whatever you get from here, the golden nuggets, and apply them to your career. Go after your dreams with passion. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. I believe in you. Follow your dreams. I'll see you in Hollywood.